Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Tender Loving Care with your host myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down two shows from the TLC network. The name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. When I found out that it actually stood for the Learning Channel and I saw the types of shows that were on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select two shows to cover for the next episode by spinning our glorious Wheel of Shame, which contains only the trashiest of trash TLC and Discovery Plus shows that we will be studying. Hi, Kate! Hi, <laughs> how are you? How am I? Uh, well, do you do you really want to know how I am? No, I'm, I'm, I save all that for the therapist, mm-hmm. but... Right now, I am I'm I am very well. I have a little breeze coming in. LA has been sunny and bright, uh, raining tomorrow, which I'm fine with. But I am well. Tell me what's going on, Kate. What is going on in your life since you got back from LA? I am trying to pack. I'm moving apartments within my same building. Lovely. Upgrading from a studio to a one bedroom. Whoop, very whoop. exciting. Yeah, so I'm I'm... Patreon money, man. <laughs> and as a uh, speaking of Patreon, you could know I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god, absolutely! One day, Kate. One day. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, just packing and working and potty stuff and potty. and Are food you... trucks. Oh, oh, okay. Austin, I just went to a taco truck tonight with my beloved and Austin has these cute little like food truck parks all over. Oh, really? And there's like string lights and oh, picnic tables. Cute. It's a cute little vibe. So that's where I was earlier this evening. It's nice. Oh, how lovely. Yeah. I Food trucks, I've definitely eaten out of them, but I always... You know, if I see a good veggie one, I get excited because I'm vegetarian. So if I see a good veggie one, I get excited. Um, but, you know, I, I I have a lot of fears around men's fingernails. So if there is a man that's serving and I see that his hands are unkempt, out, I'm out, straight away, <laughs> done, I can't. I, if a man, I, honestly, long fingernails on a man distresses me to the point of no return that reminds me of who was it harry hamlin do you remember that episode of real housewives of beverly hills 
where they showed that Harry Hamlin has acrylics on his hands, so he plays guitar. But they were. Do you remember that? I do. I do. I was going to say it's for guitar, right? Yeah, yeah. That was that was interesting. Harry Hamlin. Um, well, I had something happen to me today, Kate, that has left me, hmm, unsettled, Uh-oh. I would say. Okay. So I'm, you know, bipping and bopping around LA, as I do, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm at a red light, and you know what it's like driving in LA? Even at a red light, you prepare to be crashed into. Like, <laughs> the traffic stopped, but you're probably going to get someone that's going to crash right into you. Yep. So um, always on edge, always on edge. Just on the brim of freaking out. And then this vehicle, or as some Americans say, what is it, the vehicle? How do you say it again? Oh, vehicle. That's it, vehicle. I'm so obsessed with Americans that you say that. Comes out of nowhere, right? And the speed it was going at, was insanity and it just it doesn't clip my car but it like clips past me and i'm like whoa that's enough to get a little whoa that was a lot then <laughs> realizes my brain is taking it all in it was a hearse now i <laughs> wait through a red light it did that no i was at the red light oh. waiting to like t- and out of nowhere off a freeway exit ramp just straight past me and I'm the speed it went at and then I was like that's an idiot and then I looked and my brain is slowly going that's scary that car's going really fast oh it isn't a car it's a hearse and as it passed me I was so shaken because a I hope there wasn't a casket in there I I would I would say there was not a casket in that but if your job is to drive the dead. I would say, even if there is not a body of someone's loved one in the back of that car, don't speed. Just, it's not a good look. You don't, so, you don't want to look like a bat out of hell in a hearse. That is, I, and oh if my. anyone's wondering, it wasn't one of those like decommissioned ones that, you know, cool edgy like goth kids like the kids from um uh, not the characters from portlandia drive around and it wasn't like a decommissioned one it was a working hearse because i saw the back where you can where the coffin goes in Mm -hmm. and i'm just all day it's just left me a shudder i think of it and a shudder runs down my spine it no one <laughs> witness a speeding hearse. That's all I'm going to say. So many questions. I mean, where did they come from? Where are they going? Where are they going? They? I mean, where yeah. They go? Was he late for lunch? Late back from lunch? Was he? I don't know what was going on, but I will tell you, I never want to bear witness it again. Um, Unsettling. In, we do have some TLC news i wanted to kind of get your opinion on we touched on it before and listen guys i know we talk a lot of bravo um but you know our podcast is obviously centered around tlc and the shows and the wheel of shame this is our love this is what started it all we obviously have a patreon that covers vanderpump rules we have another episode that is tlc and we talk a lot of bravo but hey i know we touched on this like i say last week but amy slayton getting this divorce I, why, I feel like it is so um, unexpected. It doesn't seem to be, I don't understand the reason. Like, I can't put my finger on, not that I think she should settle or, or Michael should settle, but he just seemed always so giving. And always so loving. And you never know what goes on behind closed doors. But she had a second child with him and the babies are so young. And to actually file for divorce, my heart hurt. It is really sad. I feel like ever since she was able to get the surgery and lose the weight and get healthier and then she had her babies, I think her confidence has really grown as... She became a mother and she's a TV star now. And so I think that she has changed a lot since when she first got with him. And 
maybe she doesn't see in him what she used to or isn't getting from him what she what used to be enough for her. You know, I, I think there's probably a lot of reasons behind it like that. Oh, it hurts, Kate. It's, it it's tough. Yeah, I we've know. been watching them for years now. So you have, I mean, you were the you were the biggest fan I knew. You and my best friend Kate back home also was the biggest fan of Thousand Pound Sisters. So I just was so shocked, and I knew you'd be in a tough place when you read the news. So I re- I reached out in case you needed support. Yeah, I was like, I have an unpublished coloring book that I created of Thousand Pound Sisters. Yes. And I was just actually looking through it the other day and I have some really great drawings of them. So, oh, I mean, there's so many, there's so much to draw from. Um, a little bit of Bravo, because I know a lot of our listeners listen to Bravo as well. Um, Juan Dixon, Potomac, Robin's husband for the second time, was seen Kate today again, again in public at a... Um, at a uh, nail place, getting a manicure, right? Okay. Sat with this woman that he's been spotted with now twice out in public, who was the coach for like the girls team or something at the university that he's now been fired from because he's fired from that job. And what? Why were they? Why were they together, Kate? They don't work together anymore. They've all they were previously seen at a oh I can't remember exactly what they were seen. It wasn't a restaurant. It was something as innocuous and like ordinary as a nail place. Why would he be sat getting a manicure in a different town with this woman that he's been rumored to have an affair with? And this is the second time he's been photographed with her. Why, Kate? Well, props, first of all, for being a man with clean nails. Absolutely. Absolutely. uh, I think, I don't know, when I hear stuff like this about Bravo couples, I'm like, are they open? I know. I know. I start to think that about Robin a lot because she was obviously faced with the whole thing with the girl in the hotel that Andy was furious about that she hid from the cast. He's cheated before. He cheated in the first marriage. A big theme of Potomac and it was about them getting married and this time her putting the infidelity or was she going to put the infidelity clause in the prenup or not? And I don't know if poor Robin has been worn down so much that she just went. I I don't think that it was something that would have been her choice. Do I think she would have agreed to an open marriage? Probably. But I think the reason would be, I know he's going to want to cheat. And if I say open, then maybe I'll want to meet someone too. Maybe I'll want to, but I think she did it for him. For him and for the convenience, I don't think she can be bothered to go out and find a new husband. Yeah. Unless one plops and falls in her lap. I think you're right. I just was like, oh, yeah. That's not very sneaky of him, you know. (laughs) He's getting photographed. Yeah, Yeah, this is the second time with this woman. Um, we did learn, speaking of divorce and housewives, two today, which really upset me. They came out today. Number one, well, this one didn't upset me, but Joanna Krupa from Real Original Real Housewives of Miami. Right. She was married on Real Housewives of Miami, got divorced from him, married this guy, a really successful businessman. She was really successful. Like they seemed match made in heaven. They had a baby. Baby's only like two. They're getting divorced. Second one, which I'm really upset about, really upset, is our darling, one of the most beautiful women that's been in Housewives, Eva from Atlanta. Oh, no, I hadn't heard that. Okay, I am so upset because she had been through a horrendous previous relationship that she talked about on the show. And of course, she was part of don't forget Real Housewives Ultimate Girl Trip 2, one of the best pieces of television that's ever been made. Yes. Um, And then when she found this man, and I remember the whole, they got married on Bravo, which is, which to be fair is always a death wish, but they did get married on Bravo, on Housewives. And he went and adopted, formally adopted um, her daughter. 
um, whose father didn't want anything that had just kind of walked out. And she was, she seemed so in love with this man. And it seemed like she'd really got it. They had a child together as well, who I think is still very young as well. I'm just, I'm so sad about it. No, I, I wouldn't, I, well, is she going to be on the next season? Probably, right? I wonder if she'll talk about it. That's, she hasn't been on it for a long time. Oh. Yeah, Eva hasn't been on uh, Atlanta for a a a good couple of seasons, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't don't come at me online, everyone, for not knowing. Yeah, Yeah, because that's where she was in ex-wives, remember? That's right. That's right. A couple of seasons, but who knows? You never know. She may go back. But I was really upset because she was, I remember her when they went to the adopt courthouse and he officially became that girl's dad. And oh, Eva, we love you, Eva. We love you, Amy and Joanna. Hey, how's it going? All right. So, Kate, let's get into our first show from, by the way, last week. We know we're a little bit delayed on this, guys. But uh, Kate, take it away with our first show, Por Favor. Right. The first show that we will be discussing in this episode, everyone, is called Oddities. And this is how TLC describes the show. Oddities is a half-hour documentary slash reality television program which follows the operation of an East Village Manhattan shop which trades in antiques and other rarities. Oh, okay. Now, guys, we realize I need to get a little blanky, Kate. It's getting a little bit, a little bit chilly in here. A little bit chilly in here. Let me get a blanky for my tootsies. Mm-hmm. One day I will have the vocabulary of some that matches my age. Not right now, but uh, <laughs> never stop saying blanky for your tootsies. Oh, one day. So this was supposed to be, um, you know, we had a busy week. Kate had a busy week last week. She was in town. We were all over the place. We were covering VPR. So this is a, a week late, we understand. But oddities. So we wanted something kind of fresh. The Wheel of Shame gave this to us. We also, once again, the Wheel of Shame was so in sync that we got two shows that were so similar in a sense. Um, I had never watched this. Did you ever watch this, Kate? No, not not oddities. No, got it. So we decided to do two shows: um, season one, episode five, and season five, episode two. So the first one, I, okay, going into this, I thought this show, okay, it's going to be really formulaic and it's going to be the same thing every week, and it kind of was that, but it was genuinely really interesting. The first yeah. one we had was called Brain Bits and Baby Gifts. Um, there's a lot I want to talk about this, but it the, the people that run the shop um in, in New York, it was it it was they are amazing, they're very well versed. And it was, it was it 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 nothing about them was performative. I they genuinely loved and had amassed this collection of fascinating items like it was my have I could just be in there all day picking everything up and asking questions they were historians they knew what they were talking about and it was two people that just loved what they did and they're married right Mike and Evan Mike and Evan I think yeah and in this one we see a can we get on to Laura can we go into Laura okay so yeah this is the season five episode two Yes, sorry, season five, episode two. Yes. Laura Fluke. Yes. She came on the screen and I went, ding, 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 ding. She's a movie star. She, and then I became obsessed. I watched this episode, guys. This woman came into the shop and I was so entranced by her, found her Instagram, found her IMDb, found her website, found everything to do with this girl okay i'm not kidding thank god because you guys she was so odd this woman she she had the essence of someone who had just time traveled a very long way oh yes she was so out of it 
how to describe it. Kate and I are going to attempt. It's really hard. But she comes into the shop all dressed in black, or you know, different types of items on. But it was like stylish and she looked good. Very, very thin. Very, Chiron. very thin. We have to mention the Chiron. Did you what see? What did it say? This little info bubble popped up when she walked in and it said, Laura once presented an 80-year-old woman as Pocahontas at her funeral. That's it. I read that. Fun fact. (laughs) So I'm trying to read this. I'm trying to take it in. I'm trying to look at this woman. I'm trying to figure out all this stuff. So she comes in skin porcelain, red lips. Black on black on black, clothes and hair, gorgeous, but a nervous, emotional wreck. So she comes in and the eyes are up and kind of heads down, but the eyes are up. And she talks to, it's a woman named Evan, you say? Evan, yes. So she's like, hi. And they're like, oh, hi, Laura. Like, they're used to her, right? And at first you're like, she's such a New York, like, pretentious whatever, like, want to be putting it all on. But I'll get into a little bit of her history in a minute. But she's like, um, she kind of got the head down and her eyes up. She's like, so I'm trying to, um, you know, I'm here to like buy um a gift. My friend had a had had a thing. Um, and Evan's like a thing, and she's um a baby. <laughs> like, I'm in heaven. So she goes, maybe I was thinking, um, and what she's doing this, you've got to imagine, guys. Eyes are kind of shut, head's kind of down, hands are on her head. She's like, um, like maybe I could get them, like, I was thinking, like, uh, a blood transfusion kit. I lost my shit. I lost my shit. She's so shifty and uncomfortable and almost disgusted by the fact that her friends had a baby who's named Monster, by the way. That was the best. It the way the editors on here are brilliant. By the way, well done to the editors. But they, yeah, they were like, and then at the end of it, they were like, "What's the name?" So she gives the baby's name's Munster, and I lost my shit. I was laughing so hard. I rewatched her scene like twice. Um, oh, excuse me. Um, she, excuse me. Um, so she, the body's kind of contorted. She, you can tell she's quite tall, very very thin, and she's just awkward and the eyes are like darting around and you would think if you if you didn't really listen to her that there could be like she looked like a crack addict but she had the look and sometimes the mannerisms of a crack addict but she's just very um awkward and I was like this is all put on and then I'm like I don't think it actually the more I watched her it's like she knows the camera's there but I just think she is a good old fashioned New York City kook and dream. What was she wearing? I forgot. I just wrote all black. I all can't black. remember. I think it was fancy uh, sort of. I, I seem to remember her looking very put together, though. Yeah. Right? She looked very good. And I'll tell yeah. you, as the Welsh say, for why. So I then became obsessed i watched this like twice <laughs> and i was like what is she who is she get right into my pi work aka google and um i found like one article about her and a lot of people on kate's favorite reddit they were like who is laura fluke on oddities i gotta know about her who is she who is she so it turns out then i found her instagram so i went down all of that then i found her website so Laura started off genuinely as a mortician. That's what she did. She really did. So when that when it came up and it said the fun fact that she prepared an eight-year-old woman to look like Pocahontas for the woman's funeral, it was true. So she studied in though in to be a mortician. She practiced and was a mortician. Then she went into modeling, which is like, I think she was probably scouted because she's got such a great look, but it wasn't like a big career or something, but she was definitely did some campaigns. Hard I was, I know. Then now what she's doing, and you can find her on Instagram, guys, it's Laura, F-L-O-O-K. Oh, fluke, the kook. 
I just realized <laughs> she's, she's a designer and she is fabulous. She's still in New York. She creates the most beautiful, beautiful garments. I mean, this isn't House of Eleven. No disrespect <laughs> to Ardas or Stace. But she does like handmade bespoke, like Victorian pea coats. She's unbelievably talented. Okay, Laura Fluke NYC. Yep. Probably, I think so. Followed by Obscura Antiques. Yep, Yep. there you go. She is amazing. She was made for television. Why TLC didn't pursue her? Big mistake, huge. (laughs) Seriously. Because she was on another episode of Oddities, not one that I watched, but on Reddit it was saying she's been on a couple of times. And she genuinely, when she's saying maybe I could get them a, a blood transfusion kit, that's what she wanted because in the in the shop, which is really interesting, they sell like old Victorian and turn of the 20th century, like medical kits. And they sell everything from that to shrunken heads to, I mean, there was, this shop is unbelievable. It's amazing. And so she knew where to get a uh, Victorian blood fun- transfusion <laughs> kit and she got it. And I'm sure those friends, the parents of Munster, were very happy with it because if they were friends with Laura Fluke and had a baby named Munster, I think they would have liked that blood transfusion kit. I think they liked that. And then I remember they were like, well, maybe we should get another like baby related thing. That's like not the, and it was a necklace of a baby tooth. You are so right. I'd forgotten Kate. It was, it was actually really pretty looking it it had a gold it was sort of um you know coated in gold at the top to I don't know the the words right now but it's gold and then a little baby tooth on a chain because that and these are all antiques because that was a way that the Victorians would wear that that was from the that was a Victorian necklace and it was a real baby's tooth because they would put the tooth in um in a in not necessarily in locket but put it into a secure make it into a necklace essentially is what yeah. I'm trying to say and yeah. they'd wear that and I think it's beautiful I mean listen I'm someone that my friend had um has just had a puppy had a puppy has has got a puppy and she was telling me about how the baby puppy teeth are going to come out straight away I said save them for me and there was a look there was a look <laughs> across the room. But I just went, I want to see the little baby teeth. It's so sweet of a little puppy. Um, so, yeah, you're right. She got the necklace too. And she was like, oh, this is beautiful. But she's a phenomenal seamstress and designer. Like, it's beautiful work. Yeah. I'm, she has a very stylized Instagram. It's very spooky yep. ooky. Love it. I love cool. it. Yeah. She was the highlight, definitely, oh. of these episodes. Um who else do we have on here? Uh, there was a guy, Demos, I think his name was, with an ancient Peruvian skull that was elongated. Um, apparently, the noble Peruvians would like thin young people's skulls between boards for months to yep. elongate them. Yeah, no, I didn't know this. Uh, yep. Learning the learning, learning, channel. learning. Um, so he was also on Laura Fluke's episode. It was Laura Fluke's episode. By the way, I love that we're just casually saying a woman came in for a blood transfusion kit and a man brought in a head. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what we're dealing with in the show. And it was yeah. beautiful. And then there were brains as well. They were getting a pretty penny for these objects as well. Yeah. Hundreds guys, of dollars. If, yeah. If you have a Peruvian elongated skull hanging around somewhere in your loft or in your cellar, get it out and sell it because apparently there's a lot of money in it. But there was also brain bits as well. How did that come out? It was like the guy was looking at the skull and then he, the guy that was selling the skull was like, maybe we could do a trade. And he, <laughs> he pulled out another skull that had, um, that had uh, what's it called? Uh, mummified, that's it, mummified brain. And he Ooh. said, fancy this. And the guy was ecstatic. And they were all happy. Over the moon. I was really excited about the other episode because we had one of my favorite comedians on. Unbelievable. Sedaris came strolling in. I just put manic. I said, here is a man coming in with mummified human flesh and Amy Sedaris. And I'm like, sorry, 
what buying a massive lobster claw i was like i don't understand what this show is but it is beautiful guys we go into this this season one episode five it's called mummified hand and that's literally like the opening scene a man has a mummified human hand and then they're like oh here's amy popping in so amy sedaris comes in and she's like oh can i buy this and it's a massive lobster claw and they're like, yeah, sure, have fun, Amy. And she walks out. You're like, sorry, what? It's a housewarming gift. And it's like, that is exactly what Amy Sedaris would bring as a housewarming gift. This is this show is how I imagine it's like to be a New Yorker. Yes. And you know what? God bless her. Because <laughs> that is the only type of New York I want. I want to bump into Amy Sedaris in a lobster claw. I want to see Laura Fluke like giving people blood transfusions on the side of the street throughout time time traveling (laughs) she asked for that because it's the only thing she knows how to use because she's from the past it's so true and i want to go into like the new york library and just see you know photos from like 1891 and laura fluke is just there in the background like i want that is new york city that is new york city um and so everything is so beautiful about the show. So we see this man that comes in with this with this hand. And I'm realizing this is human flesh that is that possibly thousands of years old, which blows my mind, which is unbelievable. Which And they're just like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Let me just double check. They obviously have to make sure it's real. They take it to an Egyptologist, which, dream job. Um, <laughs> and this gentleman is like, yeah, I would say absolutely. This is real. This is legitimate. And so then they have to go to this lawyer who I'm not going to start on the lawyer. I am <laughs> not going to start on the lawyer. So the owners of the shop go to this lawyer who looks like, I mean, everything was out of a Portlandia sketch. I yeah. really thought I was watching Portlandia. I had to check. He was he wacky. Had- he was wacky stoops wacky like very wacky behind this desk just you know how you want to see a lawyer just stacks of papers everywhere behind him boxes papers spilling out of the box he's got like you know ink stains on his shirt like oh he's got leftover like burger in the corner like that's what you want to see in a kooky duke nyc lawyer um And they they said, you know, we want to come here because we're probably going to, we want to sell this or buy, purchase this and it's human flesh. And he goes, eh, yeah, let me just check, check this out. And later he just calls. So he goes, well, listen, you're probably going to sell it for under 5,000. So yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> it's a world I'm not a part of. I know. Beautiful. There's like a lot of steampunk-esque odd people, you know, that are really in there that are just in heaven. Kate, do you want to talk about the toenails? Oh, I almost forgot. I almost uh, suppressed that memory of watching that. Um, So we get this artist, Mm. this uh, NYC artist. She comes in with a jar, a big old jar of nail clippings Mm -hmm. of hers and whoever else wanted to donate um, over several years. And turns out she makes tiny, teeny, tiny animal figurines using the nail clippings. And she's Mm -hmm. trying to sell these to the shop. Correct. Now, how are you when it comes to feet? Are you someone that is not really bothered by them or you're kind of grossed out by them like I am with long fingernails? I don't really like feet. If someone's, if I'm close to someone and the feet are clean and it just, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a foot by foot basis. Foot by foot, you judge. Foot by foot, got it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm definitely not grossed out by them. Like the long fingernails and and men is much, that freaks me out. But toes, I'm just like, nah, I'm not, I'm not really that bothered about it. I'm not freaked out by it, but this it was don't think she was i don't know how she was prepping these toenails it was a lot but i admired her effort because can you imagine you're at thanksgiving so emily how's everything going in uh in, in new york city how's life 
thing really well. Yeah, so you're still pursuing your little your little art thing. You still do your little <laughs> art thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the mother, you know, resentfully groans under her breath. We spent all that money on university for her, and she's ended up doing so. It's going well. Okay, great, great. <laughs> uh, what are you working on at the moment? If you got any oil paintings or or uh, marble sculptures you're creating? I'm actually taking toenails and making little animals out of them. That's great. That's great. That was worth the eighty thousand dollars we spent on university for you. So glad, Emily. And no, we can't pay your rent this month. Goodbye. That's the conversation. God knows where she is now. I hope her name is Emily. Um, I want it to be. But it was, I just wrote, I just want to work there. I just want to work there, Kate. I can see that for you, definitely. I would. Re- I really wanted to just poke around in there. I think I'll maybe throw this show on, mm-hmm. you know, laundry folding show for sure. Yeah. And just see what else comes up because it was, they were interesting. They weren't annoying the, the host, not hosts, the owners. And I want to see who else comes in. I mean, they must have more, I bet more famous people come in, Yep. you know, I can see like, um, I don't know what kind of, what celebrity can, I can see like Jeff Goldblum or someone like Goldblum will pop by. Yeah. Um, Fred Armisen has to go in there because I want that to be like some inspiration. I think that um, Zach Baggins from Ghost, you know, the ghost show that's on TLC, he's in there. Oh, yeah. Um, that main guy. But I do, obviously, after my research, Laura Fluke, I did do some research and I am very, 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 very sad to say that the shop closed. I'm oh. so sad, Kay. It it closed permanently. They had been there for years. I do believe it was due to the pandemic. I can't, I'm not 100% sure I couldn't confirm exactly when they closed. They do have an Instagram, their website. So I thought, okay, so they said exclusively now online. And I'm like, okay, well, at least they're still doing business. If you go to their website, there's like three things for sale. And oh. that made me really sad. Then I went to their Instagram and there are, they do update their Instagram with things and people are obviously buying things, like selling on there. But the, I was just, I was heartbroken. Their shop closed. I was so sad about that, Kate. Yeah, that's a, that's really a bummer. It's a very special place. Um, hopefully they can get something. I mean, I imagine they still have a ton of these objects in storage or something. Yeah, selling on so, their Instagram. So, so you can Instagram. go on their Instagram and see what they have there, but... How sad to close a place. That's an institution. That was like a New York institution. There's probably like a Froyo shop there now. Well, guys, if you live in the LA area, I will recommend to you two places that are very, very, very similar that I go to far too often on Magnolia Boulevard in Burbank, California. Um, (laughs) There are two shops. One is called The Bearded Lady. Now, The Bearded Lady is this shop there are blood transfusion kits there are there's a mermaid there mermaid skeleton there there are um tons of like medical device stuff there are crystal balls ouija boards old older like artifacts but it reminds me when i was watching the show it's exactly like the bearded lady on magnolia boulevard in burbank also on magnolia boulevard in burbank is a place called the Crooked Path. Now, I adore the Crooked Path. It's run by an amazing guy called Sal, and it is an apothecary. So you can go in there and you can get your grigris, you can get your herbs and potions and everything. He's so knowledgeable about the occult. They have psychic readings there, everything. So guys, Big up to the Crooked Path and Magnolia Boulevard, Burbank, and the Bearded Lady because they are they're two places I frequent a lot. They are beautiful. They're owned by great people, and we need to support these shops, guys. These are the shops and businesses we need to support. Forget Target on a Friday night for your Oreos. Go to the Crooked Path and go to Bearded Lady. And if you're in Austin, go to Uncommon Objects. That's my favorite kooky little place that sells cool stuff. Kate, we are doing so much good work for the community. We really are. I know. 
Oh, so I guess it's time for rating. What do you want to give this out of six hundred pounds of learning? How much did you learn, Kate? Mm, I'll do five hundred. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm going to go with a good five hundred as well. Yeah. I think that's a good number. I learned a lot, and I think the more we watch it while we're, you know, doing the washing, doing whatever. Um, we would learn more. And these people are just so knowledgeable. Um, if anyone knows why or when they shut the shop, please let me know. I couldn't find out that information. Just email us at tenderlovingcarepodcast, but at gmail.com. But yeah, I was really sad to hear that. But let's give it 500k. Mm-hmm. And we're going to move on to the next show. Are you ready? All right, Kate, let's get into our second show, which once again, we will repeat it the the wheel of shame had a theme for us so the second show excuse my accent is porn stars now it's p-a-w-n guys i cannot help this okay in england we pronounce p-o-r-n and p-a-w-n the same porn 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 stars um kate how do americans say it porn Pawn and shop. how do you and how do you say what Jem- Jenna Jameson used to do? Porn, porn, pawn, or yeah, I, I my mouth will not allow me to make that sound. But <laughs> anyway, for porn stars, here's a little synopsis: at the gold and silver pawn shop on the outskirts of Las Vegas, three generations of the Harrison family—grandfather Richard, son Rick, and grandson Corey—jointly run the family business. And this clashing and camaraderie every step of the way. Boom! Back of the goal. All right. So Porn Stars is so well known when it comes to um, TLC. Like, it's been on forever, Kate. Yeah. I mean, what season did we watch? Season 18? Yeah. It's just, I I don't know life before this show. (laughs) Now, had you had you so you, had you watched it before? Yeah, I'd seen an episode here or there. I mean, it wasn't right. something I tuned into. It's like something that's on in a hotel or something. Yes, it is. It's on in a hotel lobby. That's what this show is. Hotel lobby show. Um, and anything that's based in Vegas always deeply unsettles me. Deeply mm. unsettling. I feel I get sunburnt watching it, first of all, so I can't even... All I see is misery and Motel Sixes. That should be that should be Las Vegas Tourist Department's new slogan. Come to Las Vegas. It's misery and Motel Sixes. <laughs> exactly. It's the land of Debbie and Colty. Oh, it's so hard, Kate. It's so hard. So I had never watched it, but I was acutely aware of the show. Um and what was so weird is now, guys, there was 18 seasons of this, okay? I picked one randomly and sent, because of the name, and I sent one random episode, sent to Kate, I said, we'll just watch this one. She was like, fine. We, I finish watching our oddities about the skull and all the medical work. Then... So the one that so that we mentioned in the previous episode of, of Oddities, the last one, where they had the mummified brain bits, in that the guy, the expert in the shop, was saying what they used to do is trepanation because they thought to get rid of madness, they would drill a hole into the skull. We go into this episode and the first thing is a medical, a Victorian medical kit that was used for trepanation. Kate. So odd. That really was weird though, dude. Because this pawn shop, I d- there was nothing about it in the explanation, by the way. The reason I picked it is because it was called Bohemian Porn City. And I just thought that was stupid. So I picked this episode. But there was no mention of this. It was very quick at the beginning. Just a guy coming in being like, hey, I wonder what you'd give me for this. And the guy starts explaining, yeah, this used to be used, you know, to get rid of, they thought it got rid of madness in people. And I just, I couldn't get over how strange that was. It was really, really odd coincidence. And this show, usually I was under the impression it just had stuff like, you know, fan memorabilia and and gold coins and stuff like that. 
not something like this that was suited to oddities. It was so strange, Kate. Yeah, the the wheel of shame slash your intuition. Seriously, <laughs> really right? on point. Yeah, I mean, it was weird. Um, so this one actually was really recent as well. So they're still making this show. This was from last year. I can't believe that. I mean, look, I have a lot of questions about television. And some of them are like, there'll be times I will see, like on my TV, if I'm not on an app, it'll play, it's a Samsung TV, so it'll do like Samsung, uh, I don't know what it is, it's like it's like live TV, essentially. Okay. And there'll be like Chicago Fire ads, and there'll be, you know, Chicago PD, and Miami Vice, the new season, and Hawaii Five-O, the remake and all of this. And I look at it and I get completely enthralled by it because I just go, who is watching this? Same people that are watching Pawn Stars, I guess. Yeah. It is so odd to me, this like, these. there's a group of society, wherever it is in America, that these shows, somebody is going, oh, guys, We've got Hawaii Five O's on in a minute. You know that show that was from the seventies that they've remade, and everybody looks like they're in a soap opera, and it's cheesy scenes and the same story every week. Let's watch it, and that's like in its tenth season or something. It's kooky. People just get done with their hard jobs, and they yeah. want to sit there and let something so meaningless roll over them. And do I watch a ton of reality TV? That's Exactly. We do the exact same. We do the same, but I feel like the stuff we watch has more conflict. Don't do it, Kate. (laughs) Don't do the elitist when it comes to shit TV. We are watching TLC. Okay, I guess. But I'm thinking of like two and a half men, you know, it's just like. Oh, oh, you know, talking about that. Guys, I'm going to go on a slight tangent and then we'll, we'll wrap this up. But uh, you know, I mention often my my heroes, podcasting heroes, bitch sesh, Casey, Casey Rose Wilson, Daniel Schneider. Now, the reason I'm bringing them up yet again in this episode is because a new episode today. So when I was before I saw the speeding hearse, I thought, you know, I want to listen to the new episode. They had a guest on this week. Now, believe it or not, guys, sometimes I get heated about certain people that I don't know, never met. Don't really know anything about them, but I have made the assumptions of what they're like. This includes Zoe Deschanel. Now, all of my friends are acutely aware. If they wouldn't get me riled up, mention New Girl and mention Zoe Deschanel. I don't understand her. I don't think she's funny. I don't think she's witty. I don't think she's got a great look. I am lost. And Casey Rose Wilson had just worked with her on a project. So she's like, we're going to get Zoe on. And I said, I felt hurt. Like, I felt personally offended. Because these are two women that are are genius scriptwriters and are genius comedians themselves. They are brilliant, both of them. And they had anyway she comes on and I thought you know what Pauline give her a go it's got two of my my dreams on it like it's gonna be great I did not finish the episode it was like pulling teeth repetitive like not not good observations not funny she was talking about Vanderpump rules but they, the, the Casey and Danielle were like leading her, like, come on, come on. And she couldn't land anything. I just, I, it was really painful for me. And what got me even more is do you know who Zoe Deschanel is dating? No. <laughs> just when you, when you thought I couldn't dislike her anymore. Wait, is she with one of the property brothers? Yeah. <laughs> perfect (laughs) now i have mentioned many times that i believe that they're having sex with each other not zoe and the property brother but the two brothers there is a 
is a vibe going on between them that I can't get my head around but i think there is a sexual tension between those two brothers oh my god i just watched the what uh what we do in the shadows where they parody them yes! and i have heard on bitch test they take the they've taken the piss out of those property brothers many times and i got a little bit like what are you guys doing? You're having her on the show and you have taken the piss out of her boyfriend multiple, multiple times. I'm like, is no one remembering any of this apart from me and Avid Fan? Like, they have said so much shit about how weird those property brothers are. And then they're like, hi, Zoe. So tell us about your new project. I was upset today, Kate. And it wasn't just the speeding hearse reminding me that death is coming. Like, they, must, was- they must just know. They must just know that she'll never know. yeah. <laughs> Because she'll never she, listen. They, yeah, she's never listened to an episode of Bitch Sash. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted to just, I wanted to give you that bit of information because it was wild. So guys, you now know my Achilles heel. Mention her or show me a photo of her being, oh, so quirky. Guess what? You're not quirky. You're not funny. <laughs> not original. Go and have a threesome with your boyfriend and his brother. And leave us alone. Anyway, back to the uh, back to back to the show. Back to uh, porn stars. Uh, porn stars. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what else happened in the episode? God. Um, is this like the Hard Rock photos? Yes. Okay. Passported yeah. it through it all. Okay. Yeah. So this is. It's just. Porn stars is the two and a half men. And then Oddities is um, the Portlandia. Beautifully said. Beautifully said, Kate. Thank you. It's very true. Took all, you know, we... all of my brain cells to put that together <laughs> this evening. It was beautifully said. No, it was. Look, it obviously has a massive, humongous following. And I'm sure people go to this Vegas shop all the time. But to me, oh, also it says it's open 24 hours, which also made me so uncomfortable so uncomfortable of whoever in the is crawling out of the nevada desert (laughs) at 3 a.m and going in there i am uncomfortable with it all so we shall say no more i just picture a walking in there at 3 a.m and rick is just talking to a lizard or something and it's all fluorescent fluorescent lighting terrible very harsh fluorescent lighting yep so how many pounds of learning do you want to give that one, Kate? I I don't think this show's entertaining. I'll give it like 20. Because you might agree. see something interesting, but I'm yeah. gonna agree with you again on 20. Yeah. Um I'm exhausted from ranting about um Zoe De Chanel. So Kate, um <laughs> I don't know if I have to edit that out, but um Maybe I laugh. probably won't. I probably won't. Um, all right, Kate. So um now, guys, let's just stretch a little bit. Let's stretch out. Let's take a deep breath. Let's forget about Property Brothers and Zoe De Chanel. Forget about a flying hearse. And let's move on over to the wheel of shame. Guys, we're here again. We are here in front of the Wheel of Shame. And Kate, there have been more shows added. Ah. All of your list is on there. Kate went through Discovery Plus, went through and got a ton more shows. They're all on there. As well as the TLC. Don't, 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 don't fret. TLC is still on there. And um, I added a couple more, removed some ones that we'd already done or we're just not going to do. So tell me what you would like, Kate, because we've kind of been on a roller coaster. I mean, these this was a nice light week. Um, what are you feeling? I am itching to see that show, Milf Manor. It has actually just had its finale. Um, I've watched a couple of episodes of it. Um, but yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I'll be disturbed and it'll hmm. be, you know, another <laughs> terrible 
exploitative weird show but I I'm so intrigued to see what that's all about okay okay you know it for me I was gonna go straight to Alaskan women and I go well we've done it we've done it (laughs) um let me have a look you know what I would love Kay oh you know what I'd love a ghost one I'd love a paranormal one Ooh. okay yeah same okay are you are we ready to spin yeah let's spin three two one spin Oh my gosh. Every time it's exciting. I know. Uh, um, Holly did not do a good job because we've got Wags LA in there and we've already done that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry, again. guys. That was anticlimactic. All right. Let's go again. Three, two, one, go. And that was after I was like boasting. Oh, I cleaned up the wheel of shame. Everything not that well. All right, our first show guy is. Once again, the wheel of shame is a living entity that speaks and it listens. Kate, you asked for Milf Manor. First show up this week is Twisted Love. Must be on the same in the same vein. Mm. It basically explains what Milf Manor is. Twisted Love. So, is it available, Kate? Oh my god, your face just went. You're gonna you're gonna like this, I think. Uh so this is available on Discovery Plus. This wasn't uh what's the ID channel? Oh, it's ID I think ID merged with Discovery or something, right? Right. So that's where it originally was. But yeah, it's on Discovery Plus app, you guys. Okay, great. So our first one up, I'm thinking because of that, if it was an ID, it's it's gonna be serial. There's gonna be killing. One one season, six episodes. We're in, we're in. I'm starting this after we finish this podcast. All right, so first up is Twisted Love. Let's get another one. Let's see what the Wheel of Shame has for us. Three, two, one, spin. Could be anything. It could be Little People, Big World. Well, that's going to be a huge one, actually. It could be Hillsong, Mega Church. Okay, what do we got? What do we got? We have... Ah! Kate, I'm not kidding. Guys, this Wheel of Shame, none of this is in order. I swear to God, none of it's in order. We do not manipulate this at all. We spin a wheel and it is utterly random. The second one we've got is Hear Me, Love Me, See Me. Hmm. It must be another dating one about love. Like, what are the chances, Kate? Ooh, I'm excited for this one. This one looks fun. Is it a dating show? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yep. They can't see okay. their faces. Okay. So this is just three episodes are available on Discovery hmm. Plus. Perfect. So we'll it, watch was it. A, it was a TLC. Yeah. Oh, great. So guys, we got our two shows once again. They're two. They're in sync. We'll yeah. shame. We love you. Thank you for giving us what we need so we've got hear me love me see me and twisted love those are the two shows that we are going to be reviewing next week guys go to our instagram please go and follow us there we love seeing each and every single one of you follow and comment and like and all the stuff that we put up our instagram handle is tender loving care podcast tender loving care podcast go to instagram and find us there there'll also be a link there in our bio that you can click and find everything so our regular feed for our podcast we have our patreon and i will just give a little quick elevator speech about our elevator pitch about our patreon because this week we released another a special bonus episode it's like 15 minutes long and it's kate and i revealing some insider information agent in the field information that we got for about Vanderpump rules. And obviously we've talked, everyone's talking about it. We'll continue to talk about it. But if you go to our regular feed, you will be able to hear it. It's 15 minutes long. We go into some serious insider gossip that we got. Plus our very first giveaway on Tender Loving Care podcast. Find out how you can enter to win this very special prize where you will be accompanying accompanying moi. You will be with me in a night out in Los Angeles. Go and listen and find out what it's all about. But you can find that in our bonus episode in our stream. All the links to everything else is in our show notes. So check out our show notes on this. Kate, anything else? Uh, tell a friend, rate five stars, all those things. And um, thank you so much for being here. We love you. Thank, 
yeah thank you so much guys we love each and every one of you and you know feel free to email us tenderlovingcarepodcast at gmail.com follow us on instagram and we will see you next week bye-bye This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.